your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, different people have different aims in life and start of the year is a time when maybe you reassess a little and for many, many people, it's uh, remarkable how many, the act of public speaking remains something that they are deeply reluctant to do or they refuse outright and we're not necessarily simply talking about in front of big crowds sometimes it's presentations or a small family gathering or uh, whatever you're having yourself and uh, Tom and Toastmasters have been helping with this for many years uh, but also it's a very enjoyable experience to be part of Toastmasters and Liam Quinn and Josephine O'Brien from Tom and Toastmasters are with me. Uh, you're welcome and uh, good morning you, to you. And how, how are you doing? Um, and I suppose it's a very Irish thing to be landed with even a prayer of the faithful at a mass or a funeral or a wedding. And, and just to even take that one as an example, that can absolutely terrify people. And then you've got the emotional layer on top of it of not wanting to say no because there's so much involved in a wedding or a funeral. Yes, absolutely. I can relate to that because for years I just absolutely refused to do it whenever I was asked. But then I dined Thomond Toastmasters and since then I have done readings at weddings, I've done readings at funerals, I have contributed to when I was invited to a reunion of um, people that I worked with many years ago. I delivered a speech there just um, in recognition of people who had passed. So there have been many occasions since I've joined Thumb and Toastmasters. And, and in that situation, were people a bit astonished that you were doing that? Who would have known you in the past? I think absolutely, particularly at the reunion, I went up to the person who had organised it and I said... Um, you know, would you mind? I want to just pay tribute to some of our colleagues. And they kind of looked at me as if to say, where has she come from? <laughs> but I did that and I got good feedback. I wasn't looking for feedback, but at the end of the night, many people came up to me and said, you know, what you said was very well said and well done for doing that. They were delighted that I had said a few words. But there must be something really satisfying for yourself in surprising people like that being you know something outside your comfort zone that they went oh really that was, oh, that was good yes absolutely but it was always there within me but that was my inner voice but it's actually finding for me it was finding that outer voice to actually speak in public to actually mm. get up in front of people and say what I wanted to say and the other thing, Liam is you know the dynamics of communication are changing so rapidly now, you know, the way only last week we were talking about um, younger people and they don't, a lot of them have telephone conversations in the way that others might recognize. They send Snapchat voice notes in effect back and forth to each other. And so there's the monologue, then there's another one sent back. And while for a lot of people that seems fragmented, that's the way that they do it. So the ability to communicate is ever more important. I think it's a, a really important part of Toastmasters joke, the art of communication and it is uh, I think something which everybody needs in every walk of life and uh, you know public speaking is of course a, a way of communicating and of course is also developing your leadership skills 
And those three skills in any walk of life, whether it be in your home or in your work or socialising, and it's wonderful to hear Josephine speaking like she, like she has done because I remember when Josephine joined Toastmasters and we spoke about this and uh, how nervous she was. And now she's a master at, at, at the art and uh, she's a great example of, you know, what you can do by attending those, uh, those meetings. Now, there's a couple of prongs to the Toastmasters experience. One is academic, which is available through the online portal that we all join up to when you join Toastmasters. And that is what we pay a fee for to get access to the online uh, academic aspect of public speaking and then at the meetings we get an opportunity to put that into practice and we meet twice a month in the um, in our club in the Castle Tri Park Hotel where we have an opportunity first of all to speak for a couple of minutes on a subject that we have never had any opportunity to practice and then the re- the second half of the meeting is whereby the prepared speeches are delivered and this is where people have an opportunity to speak on a subject which they have prepared on which they practice and uh, feel very strongly about, for example, a story about their own experience in life or whatever. But I think the ability to stand up and communicate that is a wonderful gift to have. And I think this is where Toastmasters uh, comes into its own. Tell me a little bit more about the academic backup that you talked about. Well, the academic aspect is very important uh, because that is where you are exposed to, uh, for example, uh, the online portal has a number of aspects to it. There are video clips whereby you can see people meeting in real life situations, uh, discussing issues about their life, about about public speaking and about communication. And then the other aspect to it is where it's all explained in various uh, different uh, formats. So you have an opportunity to study that. And then having learned uh, that and having studied that, you go along to the meetings then and you put it into practice. So there is a, an academic aspect to it in the sense that uh, you have to prepare, you have to know your subject, you have to be passionate about it. And when you combine all those together and come to the meetings, well, then you're much more, much better able to speak. And there's a format and there, there is a strategy to it as well. Mm. So in the same way that there is a science to writing speeches, there is a science to how you deliver them as well. And, and this is helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And uh, there is a saying in Toastmasters that less is more. And uh, basically, the less you say and uh, perhaps say it well, and uh, we know you, if you watch any of the very you know famous speakers like uh, Obama and like we say uh, Martin Luther King or whatever, they might just uh, say a very few words, but say it very well and say it passionately, and they get the message across. Yeah, it is interesting, you know, yes, um, yeah. when you think about some of the great speakers, mm-hmm. um, Bill Clinton being one example, yes, yeah. and you know, from an Irish perspective, what he did with the peace process, and obviously very well known in the states as well, but he was once booed off a stage. Right. Because his speech went on for way, way too mm-hmm. long when he was still, I think, a governor and he was asked to introduce a candidate to the Democratic National Convention. And the only applause that he got was when he said, and finally. <laughs> so it just shows that even people who went on to be the greatest yes, orators, absolutely. there's a process, isn't absolutely, there? Absolutely, yes. It doesn't happen overnight. And particularly when you join Toastmasters initially, there is no pressure on you. You can just go there and listen to other people speaking and gradually you will speak a little bit and say something during our topic session. And just very gradually then you can maybe get up some evening and deliver your first speech, which is called an icebreaker. And you'll get a little bit bit of feedback on that speech then. And that helps you along then to go on and deliver another speech. But just talking about the voice there, 
um, we look at, we'll say, the pitch, the tone and the volume of the voice, which is important. And it's nice to feed back to somebody to say, well, look at what you were saying there. Your voice matched that. So that's a good thing to do as well. Should this be on the school curriculum? Well, funny you should say that because I was taken aback when I joined Toastmasters. I joined a little bit later in life, but I've spoken to, you know, some of the younger members and they had gone through secondary school, they had gone through college and they still were terrified of speaking in public. And I was rather taken aback by that because I thought, well, in my day, we wouldn't have done that. But I'm wondering why didn't it happen for them? And interestingly enough, they seem to have hidden that because obviously when you go to college, you're usually asked to maybe do a presentation on the subject that you are studying, but they seem to have been able to avoid it. I don't know how or why, but then when they come to the workplace then, it's very difficult when you're in the workplace to refuse to do a presentation because the other person is going to do it and they're the ones that's going to get the promotion. So I really believe that it is very, very important to be able to stand up either in front of a few people, five or six or ten people, or maybe a large group of people, and just to be able to present your case or the subject that you know about. You're not in the workplace, you're not going to be asked to talk on something that you don't know about. You're going to be invited to talk on what you know about. You know, you're the expert in that field. And somebody Mm -hmm. said that, the human resources manager said that to me one day. You know, you're the expert in that field. So why shouldn't you know about it? And so why shouldn't you be able to get up and speak about it? I I will say that from time to time to people who come in here to be interviewed, you know, if I sense that they are nervous, I won't ask you about the mission to Mars. I'll ask you about (laughs) what you're, and you know more about it than, than I do. Yes. Yeah. There is a program. Um, so we did have a program of uh, involving the schools in Gap Year before the pandemic, and uh, we do have uh, a plan to re to reactivate that. And uh, that particular program was very was very very useful and very well accepted by the by the kids in in the Gap Years, and was a bit of a diversion for them, but also good practice. That's and, a great idea, though. Mm. But you do wonder, you know, when you think about how important this is in every aspect of your life. Does it need to be much more a core subject in yeah, our curriculum? Absolutely. And people will tell you, research in the United States shows that people who have qualifications in Toastmasters uh, have a much better chance of getting promoted and advancement in their jobs. It's also, of course, the opportunity to involve themselves in the, in the competitions that are run, both nationally and internationally. And as you know, one of our club members won the uh, international contest last year in the humorous speech. So, and that, of course, put uh, our right. club on the world we stage. Were t- we were talking, weren't we? That's right, that. yes, yeah. we spoke about that, yeah. That's right. Um, and he and tells it was a great that, achievement. Now, he tells me that his, uh, he finds it very useful in his career in terms of communicating with people and also the experience that you get from Toastmasters from researching and preparing. And this is, of course, very important in a lot of aspects of life where you have to, let's say, prepare or advance or promote your product. Mm. So you can join Toastmasters without experience or oh, any particular qualification or any of that, yes. right? Yes, we have people from all walks of life walking to Toastmasters. And it's usually sometimes it is maybe people 
uh, like me, who was just really terrified of public speaking, other people come in, they just want to develop their skills and just get some maybe assessment of how they are speaking. So people from all, all walks of life come to Toastmasters just to hone in on their public speaking skills. So they can come at Home and Toastmasters. We meet every second and fourth Thursday of the month. So people are welcome to come on any evening and on the first evening that they come, they'd be made feel very welcome. They don't have to say anything or do anything. As I always say, you just come as you are. Um, and do you have uh, presence online? We do, yes. Are we, our email address is tomandtoastmasters at gmail.com. So anybody who's interested, if you pop an email to that and we will reply to it. Okay. And presumably at this time of the year, there's a lovely social aspect to getting together and knowing you have that appointment in the diary. Yes, actually, it's a, it's an amazing how it becomes a habit and that, you know, the the club has a core of, let's say, about maybe about 12 people. Ideally, the numbers in any club is between 20 and 30. We currently have 24 members, which is very healthy. And I must say, I give a credit to, to Limerick 95FM for promoting it on occasions. And uh, like I said, in addition to the core members, we have people who come along who want to, let's say, prepare for the, presenting their thesis, let's say, towards their degree or their master's programme or even their PhD. We had a couple of PhD students there in the last couple of years and they found it very useful. They move on then, perhaps they move, on, they move away from, from Limerick to different parts of the world. And they bring with them, of course, the skills that they have learned in, in Toastmasters. The other thing is, I presume, you never know where you're going to meet the members, do you, in, in their normal lives or wherever you walk into an office or, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It's a great network. Yes, yes, well, we have yeah. people from Gabon in Africa. We have people from Belarus. We have people from Egypt. And uh, we have uh, people from all walks of life, male, female, all ages. And uh, all are feel, feel welcome. And it's a very welcoming place to, to learn a very important skill. All right. Great. Well, it's not always enjoy chatting to you. Thank you so much for coming in. A big advocate here of Toastmasters and, and of anything that helps people to communicate. You know, it's such um, a core skill uh, that can make a massive difference to someone's life, even if they only use it occasionally. Well, thank you very much to Josephine O'Brien and Liam Quinn from Tom and Toastmasters. I'm sure you never know which of our listeners might end up enjoying Tom and Toastmasters in 2024. Thank you. Exactly. Thank, thank you. Joe. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash 